Who's your daddy? Boom, we are off with another episode of Boo's Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm Dr. <laughs> Alan Snyder, and I am here with one of my favorite people, my homegirl, Marguerite. How you doing, Mark? Hi. <laughs> Wait, so I don't know if I've ever called you Marg. Do people do that? Because I don't think I like it. No, they don't. I mean, that's like an older woman, I think. Well, that's like Marge, like Marge Simpson. Well, but there's that. Although it is a nice abbreviation for one of my favorite drinks. Like, as I said, hey, want to go get some Margs? You're... Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's different. If you don't like margaritas, lose my number. I'll just say that right now you know like i like mezcal which that i understand has more of a flavor exactly i'm I'm cool with that i am a big fan of margaritas and i'm a even bigger fan of marguerite oh thank you more of a fan of margaritas (laughs) is your middle name i don't know your middle name but is it a is it something like an a because that would be great it's not oh but you see what i'm going with in margarita uh mcnichol yeah, I mean, it's not, though. That's not original, right? You, you've heard that before? <laughs> All the time. Fuck. Oh, oh I hate that. All right, I was trying, but it, it didn't really work so well. So no. welcome welcome to the show. You were somebody where I was talking to your husband, who I'm also a really big fan of. He's a very funny guy. And he, I said, hey, do you want to be on the show? And he goes, no, but like Marguerite would probably love it. I'm like, all right, I will definitely have her on. Wow, so I have him to blame. No, I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't want to do this. He loves that. He loves yeah. to talk. Talker. I mean, he makes me... No, I, I think I have him beat, actually. Um, I guess, yeah, probably, but marginally. Marginally. <laughs> Part of the podcast, because it's booze... B-O-O apostrophe S, but it's like a joke of like, oh, you're my boo, we're booze. This is more with my normal co-host, but the play on words is that we're always drinking booze. I found, I got something that I've never had before. I was able to find a single of a Bronx Brewery summer pale ale with lemon peel. I am not shy with the lemon peel stuff, but I got that because some of my fondest memories of you, it always sounds like I'm doing a eulogy for somebody, but it's more like going down memory lane. My fondest memories are always in the summertime with you. We've had a lot- a lot of good summer. So I'm going to go ahead and crack this. Ooh, that's not lemony as I thought it would be, but it is delicious. What are you drinking, Marguerite? I'm just drinking some Sauvignon Blanc, you know, like a mom drink. Boring. <laughs> I had a Marg earlier, so. Okay, so, so you're, you're a little unwind, but I, I like that you get to the point, especially with wine, that people don't use names for it. It's usually like, oh, I'm drinking a bottle of this. It's like, what are you drinking? It's a Pinot Noir. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. Don't get too hoity on people. Like, I yeah, hate that. No, I don't remember really the names, whatever. Uh, unless you get one of those big bottles of Barefoot, which are, you know, you get this massive liter for like eight ninety nine. Though, but they're too big. They're just, it's just like too hard to pour something that big. Uh, too big said nobody ever to me. Wait, I mean, oh, oh there it is. Um, so, all right. Well, as I kind of mentioned, some of our fondest memories go back to the summer. And I have a very special place in my heart for people that I got to know my first summer in New York, and especially more the second summer because we had a lot of fun. But I moved here in 2009 and immediately wow. signed. Wow, a lot or wow, not a lot? No, no. I mean, like, that's it's just weird. Like, that early when you got here, I didn't realize you hadn't been here for that. Oh, no. I came, I came came to New York. And for me, I basically was just like, what's to do here? I mean, I played hockey. So I joined a team, but then it was the summer. I said, I'll join up a softball team. And I went on to some website and George was advertising <laughs> for players. And then 
he, he like make you guys try out? I don't remember. He, he made me show up. And so we start talking. I'm wearing a University of Maryland hat. And he's like, oh, bro, Maryland, what's up? I went to Maryland. I'm like, oh, what year did you graduate? He's like, well, it's complicated. <laughs> we did it. We started off by playing catch at like 15 feet away. And I don't know if you saw recently the Anthony Fauci first pitch. Have you seen that? <laughs> I read about it. I am confident that your I youngest son. Twitter headlines. <laughs> oh, it, the, be- the best one was the New York Post that said he social distanced himself from the strike zone like it was really oh, really bad and apparently old. okay i i start a catch with uh george the captain of the team the captain of the hounds which i'm wearing the jersey the throwback and we start at like 15 10 15 feet away and we throw back and forth once or twice and he goes okay you're on the team and i was like <laughs> That was my tryout. I mean, we, we eventually went into a larger scrimmage with other people, but I was thinking like, all right, I mean, I'm not as that good. And so then I eventually joined the team and I, I worked hard and I tried to get better because I hadn't really played softball in at least 15, even baseball, 15 years. And then I get thrown on this team with your husband who could have went semi-pro at some point. I feel like that too sometimes. Like that movie, The Rookie, the Dennis Quaid one. I'm like, you could do that, Ian. Look, you could do it. I guess yeah. you just have to hope either Jeff Daniels or Bradley Cooper does a movie and need a stunt double because your husband Ian is a dead ringer for both for both of them he is <laughs> no not Jeff Daniels that's only when he's like but no not now not these days oh uh, uh, the last time I hung out with Ian which we always do every year we have a, a tradition of the first NFL weekend wild card Saturday we always go to Jake's Dilemma and that's usually when I see him every year and at least his past one he put on the COVID-19 before it was cool to put on the COVID-19 oh stop that's not true Oh, it's not like I'm a skinny mini, but you know what? He has he has two kids and he has a beautiful wife to take care of. So I do not fault him. I only fault him for the time that I came and watched some football at your guy's house. And he switched it on a commercial to watch Australian rules football. And I was like, you are got to be kidding me right now. That's what he does. What is up with he that? He loves the Australian stuff. Yeah. Every now and then when he gets a little saucy, it, he starts to break out into a little bit of an accent and it's it's pretty cute. I, I enjoy it. It's strange. I just, you know, wanted to talk a little bit about some of my fonder memories, which I guess start off with you because you guys had the the most amazing New York City apartment that didn't cost eighteen thousand dollars. Oh my oh. god, your backyard space! I forget which street it was. It was definitely in the seventies, like seventy six ish, seventy fifth. You had a beautiful one bedroom, the sunken bedroom, sunken living room, and you had this massive outdoor space. And I don't know if it was as much the first year, but definitely my second year. It was every Saturday we played the double header, and then we would go back to your guys' place where we'd stop at you know Pioneer Store, and we'd yeah. all. Get all the different beers. We would all start with one beer of our choice, which was amazing and delicious. And then we all carried as much, I think it was PBR, 12 packs of PBR, because in New York City, beer, toilet paper, and cereal are ungodly, unfair expensive. Just, <laughs> I have had friends that want to come visit and they're like, hey, is there anything I can bring? I'm like, some Captain Crunch that's not, you know, $8 a box. And it's a small box, too. It is. It is. It's not like regulation. It's like small. <laughs> it's just net regulation size. But we were able to go to Pioneer and we got 12 packs of PBR, which is not the best and pretty heavy to drink, especially for drinking games. And it was like $9 a 12 pack. So we got tons of that and we went to your house in the backyard and I don't think we ever grilled because we usually end up ordering food, but we would play beer pong, flip cup, anything that was a drinking game forever. So it was fun. They were some hours and hours and hours and Brady would run around like crazy. Yeah, it was great because you're Brady, you know, pour one out, not for Tom Brady. I couldn't care less what he does, but you're actually 
actual terrier who was a menace to a ping pong ball because he would try, he would get out and try to chase his ping pong ball. And I actually remember this so vividly is Ian would take the ball, open up your sliding glass door, and then he'd, he'd really egg Brady on like, you want to go get it? You want to go get it? And then he'd bake throw it in the living room. The dog sprints in. He shuts the sliding glass. like, all right, back to the game. It was really cute. So I've tried doing that with my dog, who's a border collie. And she's like, you're kidding, right? You're, you're, you're she's, she's very smart. I had a couple of stories that had spawned after the drinking all day, because these summers we were getting pretty, pretty saucy. We were so young. young. I was, I guess in my late twenties then, and it would be a Saturday that I was asleep in bed by 8 PM. I mean, there was not, (laughs) there was no nightcaps in any of these events. I mean, we had been in the sun during the day and then we were drinking at your place. No, you're a good girl, but some other people were doing Mm -hmm. some stuff. Do you remember that before it was a DSW or maybe it's still, do you remember Filene's basement was right there on like night 70? I do. Yeah, So there was one time that I remember being like, oh, I'm going out with some friends at, I don't know, eight or nine. And here it was five o'clock and I had to go back to Hoboken. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some snazzy new clothes and impress the (laughs) ladies tonight. I went to Filene's basement one time all by myself after leaving your place. And I went in... And I picked up some, I picked up a couple of shirts and I was looking at them like, I, I just want to make sure they were the right size. And I grabbed them and now I could barely stand up, but I turned to the lady and I said, excuse me, where do I try these on? Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Because you want to make sure this stuff can fit. And I then went to the, the, the changing room and I put it on and I, I'm feeling it to make sure it fits. And I look up at myself in the mirror and I couldn't see straight. Like the room was spinning and I'm standing there like, I guess it fits me. Like, I mean, I was so done. I don't think you guys know this story. So then you're a great audience. I got to have you on more. So then I go back to Hoboken and shower and then I put the shirt on and then go out and I wore a shirt that my friends just tore me apart the whole night. Like, what the hell are you wearing? I have a picture of this shirt because it was, it was like a, I think it was a blue paisley shirt. And my friends are like, now it fit my goal. Why? Why? Because I had been drinking all day at the McNichols house. And I thought. Accessory to bad fashion. You you are. I'm just saying in the court of law, you might get a misdemeanor. Like you're not in jail time for what you did, but you would get a slap on the wrist. And now I went out and I still have a a picture of this and I'm definitely going to post on Instagram. I mean, this is also when I had my long hair, so it really looks bad. And I look like a child and I just went out and they all were like, your shirt is absurd. And I said, well, does it fit me? Because my main concern was, does it fit? And they're like, yeah, but it just looks absolutely ridiculous. So I, uh, I blame you guys for doing that the one time. You're welcome. I wish I still had that shirt because I see some shirts online that I get advertisements from like Facebook, and Instagram, <laughs> and I'll turn to Julia and go, what do you think of this? She goes, yeah, the guys on Grindr are going to love that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I I was not born with a fashion gene, so I generally have to take somebody with me to the store and be like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? It's hard. You like, order things online and um, and return everything. Yeah. Do you know what happens when I order something online that it doesn't fit? It it just goes in the closet. I'm like, I don't really care about no! that. No! You live near a UPS store. Stop. That is a terrible excuse. Yeah. And the I mean, the line is forever always at that UPS there store. There is never a line there. You're crazy. Yeah. I mean, you live... I could have... We could have... like 
like done this via the the old you and I live so close. We could have had some styrofoam cups with a string and we could have maybe zoomed like that. I mean, it's not you that mean far. Tin cans? I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> Clearly, I grew up in the suburbs of Baltimore. <laughs> we didn't have anything like that. But it's fun. Miles, we did that at my, like Indian's parents a couple weeks ago and Miles has his little tin can telephone. All right. So when he in like two years, when he asked for an iPhone, be like, I'm going to get you the iPhone 10. Okay. Not like next year. Oh, no, don't Let's do see. it. You're never going to see him again. It's. I won't do it. I won't do it. We got a, um, what is it? The switch. He's like hooked. Yeah. It's bad. You know, they say it's, it, you know, the Harvard study came out and they're like, any more than two hours a day screen time, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I had a television in my bedroom when I was four years old and I so came out I. just fine, right? Yes. I don't have a job and I take care of two kids for a living right now. So I'm just great. Right. I, I, I have a job <laughs> and I can barely read and don't like reading, but, but I, I think my brain functions pretty well. So I think that type of simulation, but it's, you know what it really should be? It should be like a case by case basis and how the kid is and rewarding them and taking it away and parenting, okay. which I am not an expert with. You are definitely much better because as a almost 37 year old man with a niece and two nephews, I have changed a grand total of zero diapers in my life. How old are they? 11, nine, and four. Wow. The 11 <laughs> is, the, the I know. Yeah, Madison is 11 on the 31st of July, so the day before Miles. The other thing, so the other story, <laughs> this is actually some of my finest work. This was another <laughs> Saturday at your place with all the bad intentions that happened with you and Ian and Paterno and Schlink. And I miss those guys and I miss those times. So we got pretty, pretty mm-hmm. drunk on one Saturday. And of course, again, it's also July. So you're just sweating nonstop. That's and I, I had somewhere to be that night. It was down Lower East Side-ish, 14th and something. So far. It so was far. very far. But also I lived in Hoboken and I don't remember if I maybe just did like a horror bath in your bathroom where I kind of did the pits, <laughs> you know. Or I maybe went back to Hoboken and showered, but I definitely ended up, I had to be somewhere at like eight or nine o'clock. Now, if you're going to 14th and second, 14th and whatever, back in the day, there was one artichoke pizza. And I said, I am going, if you're down there, you might as well get it. Do you like artichoke? I'm a huge fan. I don't mind it. It's a thing once a year, once every other year. I mean, you don't, I don't look for it, I don't look for it but they're everywhere now. Like there's one at the airport. There's one in, on, in uh, the High Line. They're everywhere. So it's not as big of a deal. But back 10 years ago, that was the one. And I was like, also great drunk food. I mean, it's, right. it's spinach and artichoke dip, dip, a whole thing of that on a slice of pizza for, you know, five bucks. I was ham, 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 And I was like, <laughs> I, am, I will go for this. So I went down to artichoke and they had these two little rickety benches that you can sit on. Of course, you're taking your life in your hands on those. And I got this thing and I sat down and Marguerite, I made love to this slice of pizza. I, mean, <laughs> I am sitting there just devouring, eating it. And it was so freaking good. And then this guy comes comes and sits down next to me and he's looking at me and I don't know if he was homeless or what his deal was but he's sitting there <laughs> we don't know if he was homeless like you could I mean it was questionable like I didn't think he was just coming from his Wall Street job but I also he didn't have the look or the odor that he had been spending the night on the street either it was questionable enough like he didn't have a huge beer but it was just like huh, and he sits down and he just kind of starts looking at me and I'm I am knee deep in artichoke I kind of like just nodded him you know I gave him the nod of like we're friends we're cool don't mess with me. And he just kind of starts mumbling to himself. And he's like, hmm, yeah, just sitting there, huh? And starts, he starts mumbling about life. He clearly had some issues. And I am nodding along. And I don't say a word to him. And he looks at me. He's like, so you got nothing to say about anything? Just sitting there and just eating your pizza. And I'm just going on and going on. And finally he goes, really? Nothing? And I look up and no accent. I look up at this guy and I go, no English? 
and he stands, he's like, you goddamn foreigners are what ruining New York City right now, and this and that. He stands up, walks I mean, away. I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at the fact that he believed that. He stands up and walks away, and he realizes there's no point in continuing with this conversation. I've since used that line multiple times. It works. It really works. Because no. they just... No English. It, what's bad about that? No, it's bad that they're so rude, people. It, oh, it is. He realized that he whether he was going to ask me for money or whether he's going to display, he realizes it wasn't worth his time to try to translate something. So I was just, all right, bro, have a good one. See ya. So, and your pizza was really good. My pizza was absolutely delicious. Those are some of my fonder memories. And then there's also the time, Marguerite, Hurricane Sandy came and crushed us. I was staying with my old girlfriend at her house with her and her roommate. And then the roommate invites a friend over. And I was there for like a week or so. And then finally, I don't know what happened exactly, but I stayed there for a while. I think you and I were talking or Ian and I were talking and you're like, well, are you okay? Do you need anywhere to go? And this was a week. This was pre-COVID days, but I was going to murder somebody or get murdered. And you said, do you need somewhere to stay? And I was thinking to myself, you know what? Staying somewhere else for the night would be a good idea. And you and Ian took me in for the night, which was great because, of course, the city was back up and running, although people were acting like we were still going through you know, Vietnam at the time. <laughs> And, weird, right? Yeah. So I came to your house. I remember we like ordered some food, probably some wings or something. And then I went and we picked up some, I went to Gristini's and picked up some beer. We sat down and we, I think we played spades or some card game or maybe we played dominoes for the night. It was something really fun. But in that whole mess, like that was a really fun memory. And then my work that I was working for put me up at the Marriott in Times Square for free for a week as well. So that's why I left you. I stayed one night at the Casa de Mickney. One night only. One you night. got one night. One night. So you guys took me in. And I don't know who owes who money, but um, no, nobody ever paid anybody. It was a good time. You probably owed me. That's fine. All right. Put it on my bill. <laughs> I've been ranting. Tell me about you. I don't know. I mean, that's a hard thing. My kids are crazy. They're fun, though. It's weird to have kids. I wish that I could take naps and stuff during this whole COVID. That, you, know, you get to do that. Right? What age do you think you'll go back to taking naps and they'll be okay without killing each other? Maybe when they're at school, if that ever happens. You know, my sister had the kids trained that to take naps. And then when they were at the age that they didn't, didn't take naps. They were like pretty self-sufficient. And my sister and my brother-in-law still take naps all the time. Ugh, but their kids are so old. Madison was old enough that she didn't, she was okay. Like when she was like seven, she was pretty like, she knew don't touch the poison. Don't do cooking. They, she, <laughs> was, she knew enough. So it was usually pretty good for her. Yeah. Hide the poison. How are your parents doing, right? I'm trying to remember because my story is one time you guys were going to San Francisco and I said like, oh, so you're going to Frisco and you look at me and go, don't call it Frisco ever. Don't do that. My mom and my stepdad are, well, they're in Carmel most of the time. My stepdad's old, had some issues, sucks. Okay. My mom got her place, so she's like feeling bionic, but they're good. We've been spending a lot of time with Ian's parents in Connecticut, which is I'm very, very grateful because the kids get to be outside and have to wear masks. But, um, you know, it's not your own space. That's hard. You're in your mother-in-law's house and it's just hard. It's your own space. It's kind of like we were talking for a second, just catching up and like 10 minutes by myself, just having my own area to breathe. And well, what would you be doing if she wasn't there? I'm like, I don't know, but I could just sit and yell and scream. And I mean, we have a nice setup where we have two televisions in the bedroom so it's not like we're ever oh we gotta watch your <laughs> crap again but it's just being having alone time and being on your own turf is really really underrated i totally respect and get what you're yeah, saying it's weird though you know like my kids are always and can't even go to the bathroom alone when you have children like that's true i thought people were making that up it's true it's so crazy they just open doors they just well, open them do you have locks over there on riverside yeah, but, but, <laughs> but if you lock the 
door, then they'll lock the door, and then that could be bad because you can't like model bad behavior. Yeah, what? What about this? Like, do as I say, not as I do. No, you can't do that anymore. That's very old school. Yeah, I guess I've never had that, but I definitely went to the bathroom one time, and my nephew came in not to watch, but it, it felt more like an inspection. It felt more like I was going to have to <laughs> like cough at some point. He was, dude, you all right? You want to take a picture? It'll last longer. He was just like, huh? Look at that. Look at the. Is it? Why is it so small? You know. No, uh, that, was, that was too bad. Have you guys thought about taking any trips? Obviously, nothing yeah. right now, but have you thought yeah. about like where you might want to? Well, Ian wants to go to Australia. Well, we don't have a dog, you know what I mean? Like, right. now would be a great, a good time to travel because we don't have somebody, you know, to leave behind. But it's just like, I don't want to be on a plane. I don't want to go anywhere. Like, what if you get somewhere and then they have like a thing and then you tell you're stuck? You're stuck there. Yeah, it's like too much. It's too much. Yeah, I almost got stuck in, in California because I was there for a wedding the beginning part of March. That's right as like things were getting really bad and they canceled the wedding. They turned the rehearsal dinner into a little wedding and there's a bigger story there. But I was really worried that next thing you know, we weren't gonna be able to get back and I had patience and I had work to do. And I was thinking like, we might have to rent a car. Like I have to get back to New York. I can't imagine being in a foreign country. And if if there is all of a sudden a, because I don't know if you've heard, but the other countries, they act very quick or maybe our country has been, you know, four months later, now we should start wearing masks and stuff. It's so great. It's not good. So I guess I was curious because there are some great deals right now. I mean, if you're willing to roll the dice and just buy a flight to somewhere for March, for April, wherever, you can get some real, I mean, we saw flights to France for like $200. Yeah, but then didn't you see like some of the hotels weren't cleaning the sheet? That's so gross. Yeah. Have you ever turned a black light on in a hotel room? No, I know, but like especially Uh now, it's even grosser. when we went to the beach recently, they didn't do turndown service. They did like, if you wanted new anything, you had to go downstairs and get it yourself. And my mom was having a cow because she believes you shouldn't have to do your own laundry or linens on a vacation. Not a vacation. I can All see that. vacations doing laundry for everybody. Right. I just know for me, I am way more concerned with the actual cost of things. You know, I have that Jewish gene in me. So if it's an, <laughs> Airbnb, if it's an Airbnb, or if it's a hotel and one of them is significantly cheaper, I'm probably going with that option because when my head hits the pillow, it just doesn't matter. Like it's lights out, it's over. I guess, but I'm always afraid I'm going to get murdered in an Airbnb. Is that weird? No, I don't think you're at risk for getting murdered. I think the bigger issue is that when you're in Airbnb, they make these tiny little cameras these days and there is no shortage of videos where I wouldn't do anything crazy or walk around naked because there are some, I mean, it's kind of like the old Aaron Andrews. You remember that with the tape? Mm-hmm. And then there's a new one recently. It's not a sex tape or anything, but another female ESPN reporter, Rachel Nichols, I think. So not no relation oh, to I you like guys. Her. Yeah, she's the really she's she has. Uh, although I don't know if the carpet matches the drapes. Gross. Probably no carpet. There's some type of audio video something with her that I don't think it's anything sexual, but there are people these days who can put these little bugs and different things in there. So I think you have more to worry about that with the Airbnb than getting murdered. Well, Please. that's pretty bad too. I uh, see. I don't feel that way because I believe believe very much that all that can come out of something like that is fame and fortune. I know that Aaron Andrews did. Yeah. You know who my big example is? And I do believe that the mom was the mastermind. I think the Kim Kardashian sex tape was 100% on purpose. I mean, if you've ever seen it, it's very edited and whatnot. Oh, I'll send you the link. It's pretty good. Please don't. Even Paris Hilton. I know she comes from the Hilton, whatever. I know Kim Kardashian's dad was, you know, Robert Kardashian. He was part of the OJ trial. Their fame and fortune and what is the Kris Jenner empire now all started with that sex tape. I had never heard of them before that and everything that goes with them 
Marguerite, like you could be the next Kim Kardashian is what I'm getting at if you stay at Airbnb more. It wouldn't be produced well enough there though. Do you know what I mean? Like it would just be like a raw tape. Somebody would be editing it. So it, it doesn't work out. It would be, it good. would be pretty great. I don't search them out, but there are some videos that I have seen and it is very surprising that people would ever videotape themselves and voluntarily put it online because it is not flattering. I mean, it people is just- gross. People it, really it, are. They're gross. And I think they <laughs> underestimate sometimes what they look like it's just not flattering i mean there is something that like you know the greek god sexualized male bodies i think i have a great body i think i am very good looking but i have never seen a reflection in a mirror that i've ever like jesus now that is a picture i have seen pictures where i'm like wearing shorts i'm like oh that's really cute like that's that's pretty nice right there (laughs) men should have more clothes on not less agreed a lot, like a lot of people should have more clothes on. There are people who, you know, they stuff themselves into things and it's not good. My sister, you know, she's no skinny mini, but when she goes to the beach, she sees women in two pieces and even men wearing Speedos. It's like, yeah. come on, come, come on. Like you, you really need to look in the mirror, but if they want to let it all out, I actually would be, be more okay because I'm not trying to shame anybody. I'd be more okay if it was a nude beach. And if you just want to go let it hang out, let it hang out. But don't put, you know, a little piece of cloth over one little piece of you while you, the rest of you is just oozing out of it. No, I, I just switched to one pieces. I got a black one, a red one, and a blue one, all the same, like a mom uniform. It's so strange. But I don't want to be like, this people oozing out. It's gross. You look great for somebody who's had yeah. two kids because Thanks. I know I've, I've run into you enough and you're like, I'm trying to get back on the workout wagon. I'm trying to this and I think it shows. I think you look great. So kudos to you. Thank you. I got a Peloton. They're great. Uh, I'm aware of your Peloton. I was a part of the process. What do you mean? So you guys had a gym membership in order to cancel the gym membership. <laughs> That's right. You were hooked up and I, we don't have to name any gyms. You're, you know, Ian was like, hey, listen, man, you're a physical therapist. Is there any way you can say that the gym right. is hurting my back? And you know what? Ian has had problems with his back for a very long time. It's because he throws that ball so fast, right? He, he throws the ball very fast. He is very good at, at baseball. It's a shame he didn't actually become something with himself. You know, now he's just a oh, su- successful I'll- finance something, whatever he does. I'll- I don't know. Next, last time I told me, I couldn't even understand. He was telling me about some job where he's doing something with Israel people it sounded very shysty i was like i'm just when the, given, but i don't know either There's yeah a, when the fbi comes and asks me i want to pretend like i don't know about it so i can't be incriminated so i was like all right whatever he had mentioned as far as his back being bad because i think the gym might be something bad for me and i said i actually would probably agree with that and he says can you write <laughs> me something and i was all in favor because he has back problems i mean i'm not gonna just i'm not gonna make something up i'm not he gonna be them. like oh yeah he's got a bad elbow but like i legit have seen that man on the sidelines doubled over doing back bends i mean he's actually asked me for PT advice over the years. So I was willing to write something so you guys could get out of your membership. I remember that. He runs so funny too. Oh, he runs like a turtle. I mean, it's great. <laughs> he has this kind of like his his upper body, it doesn't do a lot, but his legs are like... He's going to divorce me. <laughs> yeah. No, like, do you remember like Flintstones where it's like the bong is like... Like that's kind of how his legs are going. But when you can defend like him in, which I, he's a gold glover. And when you can hit the way he hits, who really cares? He's, he was always great. And I miss playing softball with him. So Marguerite, part of the reason we started this podcast is because we always like to play trivia. I don't know if I prepared you. I have some trivia questions for you. There are multiple choice, true, false. It's just five of them. It's all pretty easy. They're not, we're not testing you on. 
on. So are you ready for some drinking related trivia questions? Yes. All right. Number one, Captain Morgan. Is it the the mascot you know? Is Captain Morgan actually based on a real life buccaneer or was he a marketing innovation? Marketing innovation. False. Actually based on some guy back in the 17th century who was last name was Buccaneer or something like that. I don't know. I, I But I looked it up and it is based on something. Wait, what did you think? You saw it. Like you uh, guessed. Well, it was a 50% chance and I guessed Buccaneer and I got it right. So I was like, okay, <laughs> was great. Better. Question number two. True or false? To be called bourbon, the whiskey, it has to be made in Kentucky. True? Correct answer is false. <laughs> so, so there is Kentucky barreled bourbon is what they put on there, but apparently you can make bourbon other places. Not doing so well. <laughs> I don't know these I don't know spirits. Not good. Doesn't matter. Dark spirits. Question number three, or trois for the French. One beer company has a 9,000 year lease. So it's a real estate question. Now I'm going to give you a choice and I'm going to give them in alphabetical order. So there's no bias about anything. So which beer company has a 9,000 year lease? Bass, Guinness, or Newcastle? No, these are so hard. I will say Newcastle. Correct answer is Guinness. Oh! All righty. Question number four. This is horrible. I, Ice Cube wrote or performed as a part of some commercial ads for a malt liquor company. And the slogan was better than the rest. So again, I'm going to go in alphabetical order. Was the malt liquor Hurricane, Old English, or OE as we say on the streets, or St. Ides? I don't know. You have a 33% chance. St. Ides. Correct answer is I've never heard heard of this but it is saint ides good job <laughs> i would get that one right i i'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole Oh my God, I mean, it's just funny because this is a audio podcast, but of course we do put the videos on YouTube. It's Booze Your Daddy, B-O-O apostrophe S, Y-O-U-R-D-A-D-D-Y. Marguerite has a beautiful complexion. It's funny because you just reminded me, Ian told me a funny story where I think you guys went on a cruise or you went to the Dominican or somewhere, Hispanic, maybe Puerto Rico, and everybody kept on coming up to you and just started fluently talking in Spanish. And you're like, no, 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 no. I, I am not Spanish. I don't know anything. And Ian's like, I actually know more Spanish than she. We were in the Dominican Republic. They didn't want to let me leave. They like tried to pull me back. It was crazy. Yes. Uh, he told me that one story and I thought that was very funny because you have a, a great complexion. You could be you could be Dominican. Like that wouldn't I could be anything. Um no, I, I don't think you could be anything. I, I would I do I wouldn't confuse you for Irish or black Irish. Fair. All right, so you did get the malt liquor company. So so far this is the most racist podcast I've ever done. Ever. Even though I was testing Joanne, Joe Babe, about Southern terms oh, and I so sweet. I, she was so nice. I like her. She's the best. And I asked her about the term uppity and she stops and she goes, well, it means snobby, but don't ever use that word again. I was like, oh, online it just said like snobby. That's fine. She goes, eh, it can have a racist connotation. I was like, that's okay, I had no idea. I thought I literally went to a website that was like redneck slogans and that's what I get. And she was like, yeah, cool. Don't ever use that with the black person. I was like, okay, won't do it. Yeah. Okay, okay, I didn't know. I didn't say like, hey, that uppity blah. I just use it as a define this term. So whatever. And Marguerite, the last question. Johnny Walker, which you've definitely heard of before, before he got into the whiskey business, he had another business. Was it being a blacksmith, being a farmer, or was it a grocery store salesman? Blacksmith. You're still stuck on the last one with the black. uh, Okay, anyway. It was a grocery store salesman. Uh, Johnny Walker. I can't believe this. Horrible. Horrible. You went one for five, but most of those I was just guessing on two. 
it's cool. I think you did a great job. Just know that if you've ever listened to some of these episodes, I've gone over five before, so it happens. Okay, good, good. I'm just slightly less bad. Just slightly less. All right, Marguerite. Well, I had a lot of fun. You're a great audience. You laugh at all my jokes, which is always the recipe to get to my heart. Oh, I miss you. I miss I you miss too. You. Well, we don't run to each other outside, and if you did, you'd just see this mask and you wouldn't recognize mm-hmm. anything. To everybody who's listening to this episode, make sure you're downloading the episodes, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We have everything. Instagram, because the Instagram, we put up some of the outtakes, which are really good. We're going to put up a beautiful picture of me, maybe one of Marguerite too. Dude, I've like heard of like four of these things. Like I know what Instagram is, and that's about it. All right, Marguerite. <laughs> I love you. I miss you. Let's hang out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, daddy out. Bye. We out.